Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. We've been talking about sacrifice. Sacrifice is so important, but I have to be honest and tell you, it's not every sacrifice you can make by yourself. The spirit can be willing, but the flesh is weak. There are certain sacrifices where God, you know this is what God wants you to do, but it becomes a problem to do it. So, because in our humanity, we can do what is just virtuous, what is reasonable within our humanity, but it gets to a level where our emotions our will. Uh, why is it that it was only Peter who walked on the water? What, what was the other 12 doing in the boat? What were they doing in the boat? What were they doing in the boat? How come it was only Peter who had that in, in all history? He's the only one who had the experience of walking on water. What, was the, what were the rest doing? There are things that must be given or we must be helped to do it. So it, it will not be fair to say it's a month of sacrifice and we should sacrifice and preach the gospel, sacrifice and do God's work, sacrifice and build God's work, sacrifice and obey him. Yes, it is necessary. But you know, there are some things you can do, other things really you, you need extra strength to be able to do. I mean, I, do, I don't know how people are killing you and stoning you to death and then you say, Lord, forgive them. Eh, you have to call judgment too. I command thunder. I command thunder. You see, in our human nature, we command thunder. But Stephen was a man full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> yeah. He was full of the Holy Ghost. Stephen, full of the Holy Ghost. Bible says that this saying pleased the Lord. It pleased the multitude. Because they said, choose, um, it's not uh, chapter 6 of Acts. He said, choose, saying, verse, verse, verse 3, it is not meet that we give ourselves. Wherefore, brother, look amongst yourselves seven, seven, uh, seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost. Do you see that? And wisdom. Who will commit this, appoint to this business? Look at the next verse. And if, uh, 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 but we will give ourselves continuing to the word of God and prayer. The prayer and the word of God. And the same, please, the multi- and they chose who? Stephen. A man full of faith and what? Of the Holy Ghost. There are some things, if you are not full of the Holy Ghost, forget it. You can't do it. You can't do it. The reason why Jesus was able to say, Father, forgive them, for they, know what, they don't know what they are doing, was because he was full of the Holy Spirit. We can't just preach, oh, for, forgive everybody, forgive everybody, forgive everybody. You can't, some of the forgiveness, you practically can't do it. You practically, physically, humanly speaking, cannot do it. So the, but you are supposed to do it in order to remain obedient to God. You are supposed to do it. The temptation for the pawn is so high that you always keep flopping. <laughs> you, even in time, times of fasting, you are still, you are still I mean, um, <laughs> you are still being victimized. The temptation is so high. And there's a certain type of religious Christianity that says that, or oh, you don't change at once. It takes gradually. It's a lie from the devil, okay? 
It's a life of people. We, we change gradually. We are all changing little by little. <laughs> if you change little by little, it's going to affect you. <laughs> you will not change. <laughs> you will not change. How can you say I've started obeying the traffic laws little by little? You will always be, you will definitely be disqualified. Before you can finish obeying, you have been disqualified. The laws are there to be obeyed. You don't obey the law little by little. You obey the law outright, the law. And so when you are working with God, Bible says that the, the, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free. There's the law of sin of death and death, the law of sin and death, Romans chapter 8, verse 3. Two, there's a law of sin and death, death that reigns in our human bodies because we are human beings. That is what is making you struggle with the fornication, struggle with the forgiveness, struggle with the gossiping, struggle with the arrogance and pride and the things that you know you are supposed to do, the laziness and other things. And you know, somebody's problem might be laziness, another person's problem might be gossip. So the one who is lazy might not be suffering gossip. So when it comes to gossip, you can obey God hands down without the help of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Somebody's own is, is laziness, and he, can, he doesn't gossip at all. He doesn't even like talking. So when they say don't gossip, he, he's like, I mean, it is easy. And that person is, is, is likely to begin to preach against um, gossiping. You cannot gossip. You cannot gossip. I don't understand why people should gossip. Yeah, because that's not your problem. <laughs> When he sees people gossiping, he says, all hell. How can you gossip? How can you gossip? Meanwhile, you're, you, you are obese because you can't control your diet. You're eating. You, and that one. <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is that sometimes there are things that every one of us, when it gets to that level, we need extra help to do. We have to, you, do, you can't say that uh, I'm a, I'm a, I have an anger problem. I have, that's why I keep spoiling all my chances, fighting everywhere I go and work. I, I would have been married by now, but all the ladies, good ladies that came to my life, I fought them, poured milkshake on them, and it didn't work. And I don't know. And you keep doing it and abusing a woman and say, it's my anger management. Yeah, be, better sit up. <laughs> so... So I'm not saying that you go and give an excuse. Some things you don't have a choice. You have to start that and you are destroying your life. But there are other things to when it comes to dealing, doing, especially the things that you know God is asking. And when God is giving instructions, you know he's telling you something clearly. You, some, some of it, you see, that's why it's called the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Holy Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. Then it goes on, joy, peace, of long. When the Holy Spirit is in your life, he helps you. And once he's in charge, these things automatically manifest. So kind of, he generates these abilities inside you and it's like inherent. So you look at yourself, I'm shocked the way I responded to this lady. Because normally I don't do that. There are people who are even shocked. Someone could treat me like this and they go free. They go free and not. You are shocked. And then you look at yourself and you say, I've changed. I really have changed. I really have changed. How come I haven't done this thing for three weeks, for three months, for one, uh, a whole year, this lockdown? You look at yourself, the edge is gone. Because you used to do before work and after work, you'll be watching all kinds of, of bad stuff online. 
bad stuff online. And your phone has suffered in your hands. I've been all, your phone has been through all sites, all kinds of sites. Sites. Sites that cannot be traced. And it's like, it's, it's your regular lifestyle. And guess what? This is, this is the sad bit. There are times people are going through this and they feel, someone deliver me. I don't know why. I'm a, I'm addic this addiction is destroying my life. Yeah, that's how wicked addiction is. So let's not be quick to, to just write to people. people. Because somebody might be suffering. Let's pray for them. Let's pray for them. But as for preaching, preaching must deal with it raw. Because preaching is one of the ways God has put in, systems God has put in place to cast out devils. Just pure preaching. Some, some devils leave people because they heard preaching. Yeah. They heard some strong, pure, sound word uh, preaching. So, he, um, they, everybody have what they, uh, but there are times that, many times that, there are certain sacrifices, you can't do it. You can't do it by yourself. You can't do it by yourself. Sometimes you see that this thing is, your peace is at stake. Your, your job is at stake. Your income is at stake. And you want to take, you know, but this is what you have to do. You have to obey God. You have to sacrifice. And sometimes you, it's too much, you know. So sometimes it looks like pure, true Christian life is restrictive. It looks like it's restrictive, but it is always beneficial. God, when you obey God, as I always say, he is responsible for the consequences. But what I'm talking about is how can I actually obey God for its worth? How can I actually obey God the way I have to no man can do these things except God be with him. So I want to show you quickly what to do to be able to, because if it's a month of sacrifice, we have to be able to take steps knowing God is leading you and, do, and, and be able to sacrifice whatever. Like Moses said, we don't know what God will ask for. Huh? So I want to be willing to sacrifice because when you sacrifice, you always see the hand of God. But how do we live a life of sacrifice? It's simple. And it requires the help of God. You can't do anything for God by yourself because you don't have it in you. Religion makes us think we can do it to please God. But pure godliness and spirituality makes you know that naturally it is not in you to be able to please God. For it must be God who works in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. If God does not work in you, you can will, let alone to do of his good pleasure. So in Acts chapter 20, 26, um, verse 22, he said, Having obtained help from God. Hallelujah! Having therefore obtained help from, of God, I continue to this day witnessing to both small and great. You can only continue when heaven helps you. There's no way you can continue doing what God said you should do by yourself. You might start it, but you won't be able to finish it except by the Spirit of God. Or except by the help of God, sorry. Except by the help of God. Hebrews chapter 13, verse, verse 5 talks about um, 
God, for God has said, I, I quoted it earlier on, let your life be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For God has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now look at verse 6. So that we will boldly say, the Lord is what? Is my what? My helper. The Lord is my helper. Now, so whatever we are supposed to do, we have to look up to God for the help. And that means that we can't boast and think we are better than the other one who is failing. Because even what we are able to do is God who has helped us to do it. So no one can boast. He says that having obtained help from God, don't forget that scripture. Having, therefore, having therefore obtained help of God, how does the King James, New King James put it? That therefore, therefore, having obtained help from God, to this day I stand. You will stand. You will stand. You will stand. You will continue standing for the good things of God, for the purpose of God, for the program of God. You will continue to stand. Therefore, having obtained help from God, to this day I stand doing what you called me to do. How can you do what God expects of you without receiving help from God? Please, let's stop attempting to do anything for God without looking up to God and depending on God. You can't. You don't have it in you. You can't. You can't. You can't do anything for God without depending on God. Else you will take the glory for yourself. Else you will take the glory. But we must learn. And there's nobody, no human being has, has it in himself. When we, get to, when we get it like that, you understand it like that, you won't be patting yourself on the back for the things you have done right in the sight of God. You, and you won't look down on anyone or you won't condescend. No, this guy does not deserve. No, no, you won't do that. That's for our sake. When you know that you were just like this one, you were just like, but for some reason, you have been able to do something to please God. God, how did I do this? I, I, you, you are, it even humbles you. When you see people's flaws, it humbles you. It humbles you to know that it could have been you. It could have been you. It could have been you. It could have been you struggling with that addiction. It could have been you struggling with that uh, behavior. It could have been you. But thanks be to God. Having obtained help from God to this day, I stand. May let everyone know the case. We are standing because not because our messages are powerful, not because we are smarter, not because we are intelligent, not because we are more on fire. We are standing because God has helped us. We have obtained help from God. How about the other people? I can't speak for them, but we are standing because we have obtained help from God and we are humble enough to return all the praise to God. We are having these testimonies. We are having these testimonies, not because the pastor is very powerful, but the pastor has obtained help from God. God is working in our midst. God is doing some things because we have obtained help from God. May it, may it be your prayer. That God, if it pleases you, 
show your glory in my life. If it pleases you, use me. If it pleases you, let it be your prayer that God find an expression to stop always asking, give me money, give me shoe, give me car, give me house, give me, and start asking him to glorify his name through you for you to be able to do what others can do to his glory. That he would do through you. What naturally, humanly speaking, you can't do. Many people, many people want the anointing to do powerful things. But listen, it doesn't start from there. It starts from the, the to, to receive the spirit, to be able to fast more than others can do. To be able to read your Bible, pray more. When I was, recently when I was overseas, one of the days, I, I, I normally would spend time praying, but one of the days, I just couldn't do anything. Just, there's just, there's this, um, this grace that came on me for long hours of prayers. It wasn't because I was going to preach anywhere. The only preaching was coming for the evening service. I think just last week. Or this week, I've forgotten. The only preach. But there, there was this strange grace on me. And it's not like a, a burden of fear. It's just sweet grace to flow in the presence of God. And I was just flowing. I was just flowing, reading my Bible. And something was moving. And it was, it was like, this is not a normal self. <laughs> Having obtained help from God to this day I stand. Don't say I'm going to sacrifice. You can't do it in yourself. Always learn how to depend on God to do for God. Learn how to depend on God to do for God. Other than that, that temptation that came and you ended up in fornication is waiting for you again. But the devil is a liar. This story, this time, your story is changing. You will not sell your garments until you get married. Yes, 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 yes. You will not sell your garment again because you are going to receive, obtain help from God. Help from God. You go for an interview and you'll be shocked how you are talking. Where did I get this from? Help from God. Help from God. So when results show up, you know, mm -mm -mm -mm, this can't be me. Those of you who have had experience of preaching, advising people, counseling people, or doing some, something one way or the other for God, you will always know that there are times you finish preaching, people are saying, wow, wow, and you are wondering. You know that this one, ce n'est pas moi, it's not me. You know it, you know it. You are wondering, what, what, what is it? What is it? What did I say? Like recently, I was invited by his eminent Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams to go and preach to all the bishops and all the pastors from all over the world that are under him in his organization. I was invited. They were going for a four days retreat. I was invited to come and be a guest speaker to bishops. It's not like a service. It's a whole day, a whole day. And I'll be there, and then we are only two speakers, me and another senior, 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 some senior, senior bishop. Senior, senior bishop, these are bishops. And the thing kept wondering, what did Archbishop see? Then he asked me to come and speak. Up to now, I'm wondering what. Do you know the answer? Having obtained help from God. Because, no, no, it's not because I know better than people. And that's not because I'm the biggest. Nothing. It's, it's, not, it's none of that. Listen, it's none of that. 
and the thing have, have, have still humbled me. And even when I was speaking, I was speaking with such awe and depend. I was forced, I had to depend on God more because God, why do you bring me into something that you know I don't, I'm not ready for? But having obtained help from God, I stand. Having obtained help from God, I stand. Having obtained help from God, I stand. Therefore, to this day. <laughs> Therefore, having obtained help from God, to this day, I'm still standing. I stand. Doing what God called me to do. Witnessing to both great. Listen, you must know that God will help you to do what he has called you to do. So if it's a month of sacrifice, I beg of you, don't think, as for me, I have an experience, I've done it in the past. Those people who say fasting is not my problem, I've always fasted. You don't know. Don't face this fasting with your previous equity. Face this one. With the help from God. Face this one. Having obtained help from God. To this day, I stand witnessing to both great and small. Or small and great. Saying none other things, but the same things. Having obtained. So, to be able to move into the dimensions of sacrifices that ch changes people's life. Now, I've been sharing our testimony, like Carrie's. Um, we have done, God has helped us to do a few things. Like, even Encounter Fest. How many of you know Encounter Fest was not usual? No, you won't find it anywhere. No, you won't find it anywhere. Our Encounter Fest was ongoing. Ongoing, and God was showing up. And by the time we finished every Encounter Fest, I sit down quietly, and I tell my wife, this thing is very strange. Because I know it wasn't me who planned it. It wasn't me who was behind it. The master has gotten involved. He was helping us. Even up till now, we hear testimonies that are connected to Encounter Fest. Having, therefore, I mean, did you hear, didn't you hear some people said, and pastor mentioned my name. I'm not, I'm telling you, it wasn't because I know anything. Like some of you have just mentioned your name. You see, you also come and tell your testimony. Pastor mentioned my name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How, how, how can I mention your name for then I'll go and tell the employer, give it. The, I don't even know whether you are looking for a job. And it, it's beyond my remits. It's beyond my, it's, it's above me. Having obtained, having therefore obtained help from God. The good news is somebody's obtaining help from God. Amen. If you are the one, say amen. amen. How, do you, how do you obtain the help? Quickly. John chapter 16, verse 7. Jesus said to them, You don't want me to go. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is in your advantage, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go, oh oh, watch this. If I do not go, what happens? What will happen? What will happen? Who? Who? The who? Ah. Oh. So Jesus knows we will need help to do it. He said, I have to go so the helper will come. To, uh, he will come to you. 
But if I depart, you come. So he said, if I don't go, so don't be worried. I'm giving you the assignment. The assignment brings the help, help of God. The other time when I was teaching, I spoke about how um, Paul said, therefore, when I'm weak, I'm strong. Second Corinthians chapter 12, all right, verse 10. Therefore, when I'm, I will boast in my weakness. God's, when it comes to obeying God and doing the, in, in the kingdom and doing the work of God, the will, the will of God, there's nobody who is so weak. There's nobody who is too weak to be useless because you're in your weakness. God's strength perfects. Said, for therefore I take pleasure in weak, uh, uh, infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecution, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. You are not so weak that God can use you. In fact, in our weakness, as we work with God, where you are not able to do it, God shows up. Yeah. Having therefore obtained help from God. So he says that it is good that I go. It's to your advantage that I go. Because if I do not go, the helper will not come. So he calls the Holy Spirit at this time Jesus is talking about. He calls the Holy Spirit the helper. Chapter 15 of John verse 26. John chapter 15 verse 26. He says that, but when the helper comes, ah, whom I shall send to you from the Father. Who is the helper here? The spirit of truth. Who is the helper? The truth. Who is the helper? The Clearly, he said he is the one to help us. That is why he's called the comforter. The comforter is a come, I taught on this extensively. Listen to the messages I preach on the Holy Spirit. The comforter is, is not to uh, soothe you, oh, don't cry, don't cry, tap you. No, no, no. no. That's, that's not what Bible comfort means in this sense. That a comforter. It's he rather comforter means you are being moved. Do it. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. I can. Okay, I can face it. Like when you watch wrestling of uh, boxing. You know, sometimes they feel boom, boom, and then the ring and uh, the, the round is finished. Bang! The bell. And then they go and sit down because you can see this guy is tired. And then his his coach or his manager comes. <laughs> Say, you can't fight, you can't fight. <laughs> Shakes him. And he speaks to you, you can't fight. Next time, do it. That's a comforter. That's the job of a comforter. And then you push him. Now, go. That's the job of a comforter. Sometimes when you watch football, you see the, uh, the is it, I think the coaches or the manager, they'll be running. running. Come on, move there, move there. Yeah, when, normally they wear suits too. I don't know why they don't wear track suits. <laughs> they wear suits. Move on. That they are serious. Come on, go. Yes, that's, a com that's the job of a comforter. The comforter is moving you, cheering you on, and empowering you to go forward. That's the helper. The Holy Spirit's job is to comfort you. To comfort you, you can fight. You can fight. You can stop that pornography. You can. Yes, face it. Somebody, don't ever go back to your fornicating partner and say, this time I'm going because I want to overcome fornication. So I'm going and nothing will happen, please. <laughs> that's the worst. That's the worst thing you would do. You will never come back surviving. I'm telling you. <laughs> the way to overcome it is stop going there. Yeah, stop going there. Because we are flesh. I say, oh, no well. After work, normally when I go, there things happen. But now after this fasting, when we finish work, I'll pass there again. I'll go and even sit there, I'll eat, and I'll prove the devil that me I'm strong. Hey. You <laughs> don't do that. So when I say the comforter will urge you on, I'm not saying that he will inspire you. Go back to that guy's room and you this time you no no. He still 
Keep that account closed. Don't open it and say, I won't be tempted again. Keep it closed. <laughs> John chapter 14, verse 13. It says, I'm reading to verse 16, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that my fa the Father may be glorified in the Son. This, this, he never said things like this till he was about to die. He uses my name five times in, two, in three chapters. My name, in my name, you ask in my name. The next verse, this is one of them. The next verse says, verse 14 says, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. The next verse. If you love me, keep my commandments. Ah, okay. So now we need to keep your commandments. That's a proof that you love God. <laughs> it's not your kneeling down in worship and crying. <laughs> that shows you love God. You just, you are a music fan, a music lover. Yeah? Okay? You're a music lover. It is your obeying him that is a proof of your love. Let's move on. Verse 16. Verse 16 says that, And I pray the Father, and he will give you another, ah, uh, uh, another helper that he may abide with you. The helper comes to abide. When Jesus was there, he was helping them to do it something, give them instruction. They, he, was, he was their help. But I said, there's another helper come. He will even be more powerful. The Holy Spirit is our helper. The Holy Spirit is our helper. Hallelujah. Now, when you look at the Bible very carefully, Jesus Christ, when the Holy Spirit came upon him, Jesus' 40 days fasting and being tempted was not because he went so I can face the devil. It was the whole, he went in the, in, in the, with the, by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 3, verse 21, that was the Holy Spirit came upon him. Okay. After all the sin, chapter 4, verse 1, he said, and the Holy Spirit, the verse, chapter 4, verse 1, said, and the Spirit driveth him. And Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. In Matthew chapter, I think, 4, verse, either the 2 or verse 1, talks about the Spirit driveth him. And the King James says, the Spirit was driving, was moving him, moving him, moving him. So Jesus went, watch this. What did the Spirit lead him to go and do? In the, the, uh, what, Luke 4, 1 again. The Spirit, the Spirit led him. Luke chapter 4, verse 1, verse 1 please. The Spirit led him, into, uh, returned from the Jordan, led by the Spirit where? Into the wilderness. What happened in the wilderness, verse 2? What happened there in the wilderness? Being tempted 40 days. Ah, so he went for temptation. It's like, bring it on. But it was the Holy Spirit that led him there because he was receiving help to face what he was going to face. You want to do sacrifices for God, learn how to depend on the Spirit. It's the Spirit that will help you to be able to face what you have to face. The Spirit. Many people in the Bible, you read the Bible says that, it says, uh, uh, when he spoke unto me, the Spirit entered me and set me on my feet. Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2. Ezekiel chapter 11 verse 1. Look at 11 verse 1. Ezekiel chapter 11 verse 1. It says that the Spirit lifted me and brought me, uh, lifted me up and brought me to the east gate of the Lord's house. Which Now, the Spirit comes on you to make you do some things. The Spirit. Look at chapter 3 verse 12. Chapter 3 verse, verse, verse 12 and verse 14. It says that then the Spirit lifted me and I heard behind me a great thunderous voice. Blessed is, the, uh, blessed is the glory of the Lord for 
uh, from the, his place. All right. So the spirit lifted me. Look at verse 14. The spirit lifted me up and took me away. This is spirit. The Holy Spirit comes on you to help you to do what you need to do for your destiny in God. Chapter 8, verse 3. Ezekiel chapter 8, verse 3. The spirit, and he stretched forth, um, he says that he stretched out the, the form of a hand and took me by, by a lock of my hair. And the spirit lifted me up between the earth and heaven. What? And brought me into the visions of God to Jerusalem. To the, I mean, the spirit. The spirit singers, sing by the spirit. Play by the spirit. Serve by the spirit. Say leaders, do it by the spirit. Sacrifices, you want to be a good cell leader, sacrificing for God's word, please learn how to lean on the Holy Spirit. That's why he's here. Lean on the Holy Spirit to help you to be a better preacher, help you to be a better pastor, help you to be a, a, a better righteous, righteous lady, a better righteous man. It will help you to be a, a better giver. It will help you to be, be able to sacrifice what you have to sacrifice for the kingdom of God. And any sacrifice for God's kingdom moves heaven in your favor in a very radical way. Abraham, it took a sacrifice for him to get to where he was, he, he, he had to get to. So it's very important that we understand. Now, John the Baptist said, he who sent me, how do I know who is going to be the Messiah? He said, the spirit will come upon the person. John 1, 33. He said, the one who sent me to baptize, the one who sent me told me, the one upon whom I see, I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said, upon whom you see the spirit descending and remaining on him, he's the one. Because the thing is coming to do, it will take the spirit. In Romans chapter 8, verse 11, it says, the spirit, uh, if the spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, Okay, the Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your more physical body. Things that you are supposed to be able, King James says, he will quicken, unlike King James, said he will quicken your mortal bodies. He will quicken. Things that you are, able to, you are supposed to do in the physical, but boy, you don't have the... <laughs> it's not there. How many of you, there are things you have to do, but you realize that you are too weak for this thing. You are too weak for this thing. You are not... The Holy Spirit is coming upon you right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Finally, how? Pastor, so how do I receive more of the Holy Spirit? It's very easy. One of the ways to receive the Spirit to do what we have to do. Let me just give you one. One major way to receive the Spirit. He says that Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2. And the Spirit entered me when he spoke to me. The Spirit entered me. The Spirit entered me when he spoke. There's the holy words, holy preaching, pure teaching. Anointed preaching brings the Spirit upon people. You want to continue doing what you have to do for God, keep opening your ears to the sound teachings, Spirit-filled teachings, where you know that this man is speaking to me. Something is happening. Yesterday, someone sent me a message. He said, a pastor, a pastor sent me a message. He said, Pastor, I don't know what, what came upon me. When you were preaching, I just felt something it was so good the preaching affected me and i enjoyed it after the preaching it, this person sent me a message i think around midnight or so he said i've been crying a man a pastor he said i've been crying and crying after the message something has come upon me i've just been crying pastor i don't know what it is i've just been crying and crying anointed messages 
brings the Holy Ghost on you, such that person, I mark the person, I know very soon he'll be operating and doing some things because he has caught a spirit. Whilst Peter had spoke these words, Acts chapter 10, verse 44, whilst he was speaking, the Holy Ghost fell on those who were listening. Oh, Boko Shahaya. The Holy Spirit fell on those who heard the word. You hear the word, the Holy Ghost comes. The word, the word, the Holy Ghost fell upon all those who heard the word. Expose yourself to sound teaching, anointed teaching. It brings the Spirit on you in a powerful way in order to receive the help to do what you have to do. Somebody is blessed. Jesus said in John, John 6, 63, He said, it is the Spirit that profits. The flesh profits nothing. Don't think you can do it in your strength. It is the Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profits nothing. It is the spirit that gives life. Quickening means gives life. It is the spirit that will enable you to do it. Your flesh, you don't have it in yourself. You don't have it. said the spirit that gives life. It is 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 the spirit. It is the spirit that gives life. And how does he do it? The word that I speak to you as spirit comes through word. It comes through anointed words. I pray that today, Someone will be carried by the Spirit. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21, it says that um, uh, the word of God did not come by human calculation, but holy men of God. For the prophecy came in, not in old time by the will of man. But how did it come? See, those who are just depending on the will of man, I feel sorry for you. How did it come? Holy men of God spake as they were moved. They were carried. How? The Holy Spirit moved them. He, he moved them. It, something was propelling them, there was a, 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 a compelling them, there was a propellant inside was moving them to do some things. It wasn't like they lose consciousness, but what they were doing, it was the Spirit of God who was moving them, who was moving them. Some of the words I'm, I'm, I'm speaking, I believe the Spirit of God is moving me to say the things. How can I just call somebody's name and then it happens? No, the Spirit of God, move me, move me, move me. You want to do for the Spirit? You, you have to do anything for God? Learn how to receive help from the Spirit. How do I receive help from the Spirit? Depend on Him. Ask Him, I need you. How do you receive the Spirit? More of the Spirit. Expose yourself to anointed teaching. Anointed preaching, because as the message is coming, the Spirit is entering. As the message is coming, the Spirit is entering. As the message is coming, the Spirit is entering. So every anointed message also comes with the ability to obey. Because if it's a Spirit, it gives you ability or less. So you can't hear the Spirit speak and say, I won't, this, I won't obey. Because once you say, I will not obey, it's a personal choice. But to obey, the Spirit gives you as you hear the word. So that's why sometimes you are hearing a preaching and you make decisions. A lot of, every good preaching must result in a lot of decisions. A lot of decisions. As you are hearing, you have decided, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to be faithful. I'm not going to stop lying. I'm not going to stop praying. I'm not going to be faithful in my giving. I'm not going to sow some seeds. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to forgive this person. I've decided to cut this person. I've decided, as you are hearing Pure preaching, anointed preaching. Decisions happen. And that decision is not from you. For it is God who is at work in you, both to will. That willingness to do is not from you. And then when you will, he also empower you to do. Because the word that is anointed comes by, with the influence of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! <laughs> so I want you to know that this our year, our month of sacrifice, God will help us. 
the Holy Spirit will help us. Depend on him. Yeah. Where you stumbled, where you made a mistake, where you fell, just get up and say, Holy Spirit, help me to do it more. I'm ready. Satan will remind you of your past. Remind him of his future. And keep going. Keep going. Wherever you failed is enough. Just get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. For the night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us put on the um, put off the dish of darkness and put on the armor of light. According to Romans chapter 13 verse 14. So keep, keep going. Keep going. Listen to me. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. But the only way to keep going is to depend on the Holy Spirit and ask him to help you. The, the easiest way to receive more of, of the spirit, the spirit inside you to be able to do it is to expose yourself to anointed teachings, wholesome teachings, wholesome teachings, not teachings that just, oh, this word, I like this speaking, why sayings? No, it is, no, it makes me laugh a lot. No, it's a teaching that is exposing God's purpose, God's word, God's plan, and bringing it to you. And when you hear, you know that God is talking to you. When God speaks to you by His Spirit, He comes into you by His Spirit to help you to will and to do. You will you'll be able to sacrifice. What Abraham did is not something that ordinary people can do. It will take the Spirit. It will take the Spirit to live a life of sacrifice to His glory. Did you receive something? Yes. Give the Lord a big, 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 big clap. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Karis Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.